Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. There, there are two topics I want to study today, Beis Hashem. One, we, both of them really, over Shabbos, both things, one at the Eineg, one right after the Kiddush were discussed. I, Menachem Bruan wasn't here. I want to share with Menachem. I want to share with the whole Chavri Abdoiv. Welcome back, Doivi. I want to share these two topics. They're both, they're both important to me, and I want to study them briefly, these two topics. The first thing is, at the beginning of Parashas Mitzayrah, so the Torah is talking about the process of purification of the one who had saras. And it says, V'tziva ha'koyin v'lochach l'metar sh'teitzipoyrim, chayos tairis. The koyin takes for the one who is becoming tar, this person had gotten a negat saras. He had gotten a wound on his body. He got saras on his body. He had some spiritual ailment that expressed itself physically. Understand, it's, everything that's learned here is relevant. The world, when it runs perfect, the, the world in its perfection, the physical world perf- perfectly reflects that which is true in the spiritual world. In our funny world today, we have no negat saras. Saras still exists. And the ailment in its yesaid still exists. That's quote-unquote as a gullus. That is gullus. That that which is true in the spiritual world is not reflected in the physical world. There's some schism, if you will. There's some gap between the spiritual truth and the physical world. Remarkably, in a time of Geula, when a person had saras, you saw a negat saras. Today, crazily, when we have saras, when we have the spiritual ailment, tragically, you don't see it physically. The onkelist calls the spiritual ailment, he calls it a mekatesh, which is an illness of sigur, of, of, of being like, of being surrounded, of imprisonment, some get of a person being detached from their neshama, from their ruchnis. When a person's not feeling Shabbos, is saras. When a person's not experiencing Torah, the k'tosh of Torah. When a person's not experiencing the excitement of limerat Torah. When a person's feeling disconnected, that's what Uncle Sirugin is some sort of some sort of jail, some sort of imprisonment, some sort of trap. David HaMelech Dabin's Mi Maskir Nafshi. Take me out of my jail. Maskir Nafshi. This word Sagar, which is what Saras is. It, when, when there's Geula, the person has the spiritual ailment, comes out, and is very apparent in the physical world. And they have a Negat Saras. And we're talking here at the beginning of Mitzayrah, purifying and curing saras. So it says that the Kayin brings eight eras, a piece of a cedar tree, shnitailas, the azov, hyssop grass. He makes this concaction, says Rashi, what's the eight eras? Why a cedar tree? Because negayim's boyim al-gasah Because saras comes for geva. Saras comes for gaiva, Negayim comes for gasa saruach for arrogance, 
for Gaiva. So he has Ace Errors. When they sprinkle on the Gaius tummy, they use Eitz Eres, the cedar tree, because the cedar represents the powerful and mighty cedar tree, and it represents his Gaiva. Says Rashi, Usnish, Ushnisay Las Ve'ezayv, Matakanasay Ve'esrapev. What's his cure? Yashmil Atzmei Gat Migavasay, Kitaylasu Ke'ezayv. He should lower himself from his gaiva. The hyssop grass is the lowly grass, and the eitzah for the balgaiva is he should be mashbil himself like an ezev. And the question is, is why does he bring an eitzeres? That was the problem. In his purification, he has that which represents humility, the lowly grass, the hyssop grass, that which represents humility, but he also has the eight eras, the cedar tree. And both of them together we sprinkle on the tummy, on this person who, on this person who is, has saras, and this is the purification. And the question is, why do we have the eight eras? Why do we have the cedar tree that represents his gaiva? His gaiva is the problem. Kasasaruach, gaiva. So don't have the eight errors as part of his purification. Just take the hyssop grass and you're trying to tell him to be mashbil himself, to lower himself. Why as part of his purification do you have the cedar tree? That's the question I want to ask the heaven. The cedar tree was the problem. Why is it part of his solution? Gaiva was the problem. That's the kasha. It, yeah. Is this only for Saras, like on the skin? This is saras on the skin, yes. Yes. The, in, in, Ezra's, in Ezra's, every single morning in Ezra's, so we speak about Hashem, and we say, God of the Naira, Hashem's amazing and awesome. He's a mashpil geyim. Geyim are high people. Ki go, go. And what Hashem does is he knocks people off their high horse. He's mashpil geyim, people who feel very high up. Quote and quote, I'll say the word arrogant. We have the word arrogant is dangerous because we say Hashem is go go. We call Hashem a go. So I don't know if we when we say somebody's arrogant, geyim is high, is lofty and mighty, and Hashem pulls people off their perch. He's mashpil geyim, people who are on this high. Level, he lowers them. And then what he does is people who feel low, Hashem raises them. So people who feel high, Hashem lowers them. People who feel low, Hashem high. This is what Hashem does. He's mashbil game who That's what Hashem does. It sounds like if what Hashem does, life's basically a roller coaster. If anybody thinks about their lives, an eighth grader is the top of the world. He's the big guy in his elementary school. He's the eighth grader. The next year, he's a lowly freshie. So he went and Hashem took the high mighty one, the gayim, and Hashem's mashbil game. You got a ninth grade. Then he's a twelfth grader. He's the big gun in his yeshiva. He's mamish, top guy. A guy goes in the big gun and his yeshiva is the older guy. Then his first year Imre is one of the younger guys. Again, 
Hashem Vaiter. It's the cycle. It's what Hashem does. He's mashpil geim. He takes from the high and he lowers us. But then shvalim is magbia shvalim. Now it sounds like life's a roller coaster. It sounds like a never-ending cycle. By the way, if Hashem's mashpil the geim, he lowers the high. But anyway, he's going to put you by, right back up because then he's magbia shvalim. So what's happening here? Hashem is mashpil geim. When we're high, he lowers us. But he's going to bring us right back. Because once you're a shuffle, Hashem is magbia the shvalim. So what did he do? He put, he brought me down so I should go back up to bring me back down to go back up. What's this cycle that goes on that Hashem is mashpil geim? He lowers the one who's on the high perch and he's, and he's mashpil him Hashem. <coughs> But not to stay there because then he's magbia shvalim. Then he takes me from the low place and brings me back up. Every matis in Shabbos Miris. In Shabbos Miris, we describe Hashem in the very same way. Friday night, the beautiful Zmiris, the Karibain Zmiris. So we say, Rav Riven Oivdech Visakifen. Wondrous are your actions and powerful. And we describe Hashem in the very same terms. Let me read it. Ah. Rabbi Benayidich Zakifin, wondrous are your actions and powerful. And we describe Hashem Yoyo as Machach Remaya. Machach means to press down. Remaya, somebody who's rum. Somebody who's high, Hashem presses down. Vizakif Kefifin, somebody who's down, Hashem picks up. So Menachem, what's happening? When we're high... When we're high, Hashem will, will put us to ninth. From eighth grade, He'll put us to ninth. That's how He works. These things aren't accidents. They're not quirks. Hashem designed our world. It's not like this weird thing that happened. It's all designed by Hashem. There's Ashkoch on our life. Eighth to ninth, twelfth to first year, these are experiences that Hashem wants for a human being. He's Machich Ramaya. He pushes down the rum. The eighth grader, he, he, he puts him to ninth grade. The twelfth grader, first year base medrash. Hashem is machich remaya, v'zakif kefifim. Then when he's kafuf, when he's a ninth grader, he moves to twelfth grade. He was once a first year of middle school, sixth grade, he becomes an eighth grader. So what's happening here? What's Hashem doing that when we're high, He pushes us down? When we're down, He pushes us high? What's happening? I think, I think, there's, an important, I think there's an important part to all of our lives that we're being moved to. And obviously, obviously everybody understands in Pshat that Hashem's mashpil the geyim. He makes the geyim shuffle and then he's magbiya shvalim. When Hashem's magbiya the shuffle, he is supposed to learn from what he learned when he was mashpil the geyim. Hashem takes the one who's, on, who's in the strongest position and pushes him down the job is that when he's in turn, when he's been Magbiya, when he gets his rays back up, that he remembers that experience of Mashbil game. 
and of course the aspect is like this. This is this is the way I this is the way I understand it. That all of us have to have in our life. All of us have to have. Hashem's magbiya, the shuffle, is Hashem will show us all the time how important we are, how significant our actions, and we all need that element in our life. To know that we count uniquely, we're powerfully important, we have a mission that nobody else on earth can, compete, can complete. And this Hashem is a magbiya shvalim. Hashem takes somebody who's a shuffle and raises him up is that aspect that all of us have a unique mission or unique importance and are precious and count to the end of the world more than anybody in the world. We have a uniqueness and, and, and a place and something to accomplish and every single person needs that level of that geya. Hashem's magbiya shvalim. He raises up. He wants the person to be aware and it's important to be magbiya the shuffle. That awareness of the unique mission and the unique importance of every person is, it has to be in our life. In a certain sense, the gaiva of a person, that gaiva that a person senses, his importance, he counts, is crucial, is vital. And Hashem is magbiya the shuffle, and he's magbiya the shuffle with intention. It's important to be the high and mighty 12th grader. It's important to be the powerful 8th grader. And that experience should be with us our whole life. That sense of we count, we matter, we're big time, we're the big guy here. All of us have life experiences that make us have a certain gaiva that you're actually tapping into a truth. It's not a sheker. When you're in a position of power, you said, if you're a counselor, a guy's a dorm counselor, he's in charge, you feel something. It is not sheker what you're feeling. It's a big mistake people make that, oh, arrogance, that was actually, you were in touch with something true of your power, of your importance. You have an ashama, you're a chelak alakamimau. The moments of our life that we feel very powerful and high and important are very true moments and designed to be that way. The guy who's the eighth grader, you can snicker. It's Kedai to observe it. Eighth grade kids, if you watch it from far, the eighth grader feels all powerful. You could snicker. He's a low, he's just an eighth grade. He's right. What Hashem access to the eighth grader, he's actually in touch with the truth. It's actually a truth, by the way, that's there when he's a ninth grader too. And there later on, it's not like a cute part of life. He feels like the, he feels like the big gun and the older person snickers. Hashem gives us places in our lives. He's magbiya the shuffle. And he gives us places in our life. I, I want to give a, a, a marshal. If you ever visit a camp and there's a guy in a canteen, I've had this experience. A guy's in a canteen in a camp. He feels like he's big time. It's funny enough, tell you guys can't eat. Now, if you visit, you snicker. You're coming from the real world. This is a canteen, my friends. <laughs> but he's like the inside. He could take it, a Slurpee for free. He feels a certain like, and you're the visitor. You're like, you like snicker. I want you to know that he's right. 
What he, you should know that he's yoyrit to a truth. In his funny world, he acts as something that's that's you can't believe. It. He, it's a me'ain me'ain of the deepest truth. He's a chelakalakamimau. When he sits there and, and an experience got him touched with his own geya, it's not just whoa, what a stupid guy. <laughs> no, don't be cynical. He's right, and he's accessing in that moment. He's not foolish. He's actually accessing his loftiness. That's true. If he wouldn't, it's it's true. He's lofty for deep, deep reasons that he's that he's touching good. It took that he's he's in charge of that to feel something a, a loftiness, a greatness, an import. That's true. So don't don't get there cynically. You're the outer. Does he have this is a canteen? This is like you're in a very little in his little bubble. The guy is imagine imagine the musha would be a guy's on a on a on a league team and he's like the star player on his league team and he feels a certain a guy was describing to me Daniel a a, a, a bacher and yeshiva's father was a super super athlete before he became from he was an incredible athlete. And he described to me, he was the best guy in his high school, and he went to a top, top college. And he, and he wanted to play in intramurals in college, and in his high school, he was known, like in his city, he was the top athlete in his city. He went to a big-time college and described, forget about he couldn't make the division, it was a Division One college, he couldn't make the team, but even like in intramurals, he described that all of a sudden you're with a lot of other top athletes. And it's very humbling, yesterday in my city, when you see a scrub in the NBA, he's a 12th man in the NBA, he's like a joke, the, the whole crowd chants his name. When I was growing up, Ken Bannister on the Knicks. Like, ever, we want Ken, we want, he was like the joke. Ken Bannister was in some college, was a stud, was the best player in the college in a Division I. People were looking at him, getting his autograph, the covered. In high school, forget about it. So now you could look back, you're like, what a joke, what he felt like in high school. Like, ha This guy who came to the Division I college, and now people are laughing what type of quarterback he is. He told he was specifically. He said in high school he was the big thing a quarterback, but he was like Mamish Joe Montana, like he was it. He was breaking high school records. People would parents would look at him with like awe. They'd come to the games. Then he gets to Division One couch. He thought at some point he might play Division One, let alone in intramurals in Division One college. He was like schwach. Because all of a sudden, the best guy from this one came, the best. And in comparison, so was it all a joke, Ezzy? His success, hey, you snicker. Now you're looking back, like what I thought. <laughs> oh, it's not true. You were actually tapping into reality. It could, it was through football, it doesn't matter. You were actually tapping in and what you felt and experienced was a truth of your uniqueness, of your special abilities, of your importance. It's ever true. It's true the rest of your life. It, may, it doesn't matter what the entrance way into that feeling is. By the way, Hashem is magbi Hashvalim. Hashem gives people the opportunity to experience that. When that guy in the canteen feels like the man... In the most real of ways, he's right. 
it was through a canteen, through this cute way, he was attuned to something. You're very foolish. If you try to bust that bubble, you're like, son, let me explain this. Imagine somebody would have went to that high school quarterback who feels like he's the thing. He walks off the court. I was watching, it's funny, my sons and I were watching tier three in some, it was tier three in some high school from basketball. And they were videoing it. And the kids were in the warm-ups felt like they were the man. They were doing things that like the players on the NBA stage would do. They were stretching. The kid was stretching. This was his moment. He's right. When you watch that cynically, like, could somebody tell him you're in tier three of a high school? But what? No, he's right. He's actually feeling something, and the reason it feels so good and powerful is because he's actually accessing a truth. Joke on you. When you walk into the canteen and the guy's acting with a gaiva, so you say, um, somebody said this kid, like, do you know this is a canteen? Like, it's funny, when you're in camp, the canteen is like, the, the canteen's, he's mamish, he's the usher, you're Bill Gates. When you have pull in the canteen in camp, you're the man. It's like, and that's your whole world. So the cynical guy says, let me tell him about the real world. You're wrong. What was created, what was accessed there was a truth that he's in touch with. I hold, you're wrong, he's right. And Hashem, by the way, is magbi Ashvalim. Hashem gives people those experiences in our life. You know why he gives it to us? Because it's the truth. Because the truth. And to be aware of that truth is very, very chashem. Whenever you have times in your life, and we all have times in our life, because it says Hashem does this. He does, why is Hashem magbiya the shuffle? I don't get it. I'm having shval shval ruach. You're supposed to be a shval ruach. A guy does it and Hashem's magbiya the shuffle. We all have moments in our life, like all of a sudden I'm the man. And like this, we all have our canteen moment like that. And you really feel you're the guy, like you're, you're the big guy here. You have, the, it, it's, it's very cute, the guy in a camp who drives the golf cart. People like begging for rides. And you can snicker cynically, like when you get back to the real world, you have your golf cart. Are, are you serious? And he's like, he is full of like a pride. And you could snicker at him. Do you know Hashem purposely makes those moments and there's a truth? You're, when you make fun of the guy, you're wrong. You snicker that, it, like, he's, and it's funny when you visit those environments. When you're on the outside, go to the canteen. When you're outside the politics of a camp, it's the cutest thing, the guy on the top. It's, you, you like can smile and be like, picture like, like an Adam Godel in leagues. We like respect the guy. He's the big guy in DBL. For, if you're coming from the NBA or if you're coming, you're not a sports guy and you're like snicker at these. You, Hashem made an experience. Do you know Hashem does that? That he's Magbiya Shvalim? That he takes people that feel low and he gives them stature. He does that. The world's full of this. And if you laugh at it, do you know that Hashem made a beautiful world that's incredible? And the world's meant that a guy's supposed to be the hot guy in the canteen, and he's the guy who can take free slurpees and actually give them out. And, he, and do you know he's in touch with the truth? Hashem is magbi ashvalim. It's what he does in this world.
And he does it all the time that he's magbi ashvalim, that he gives opportunities to raise them to get a sense of our own truth, the value, the strength of a person, the uniqueness, the importance, the ever... And Hashem does that. He's magbi ashvalim on purpose. And when you laugh at it and cynical about it, you're, you're clueless that Hashem's busy doing it because what that guy was feeling was the truth. He was in touch and he's feeling himself whatever brought him to that. It might be being a hotshot quarterback. He's right what he's feeling. He's right. Or any other type of... Go to a lower grade and a kid like... A kid has the best rocks in the class. You'll watch it one day with your children. You'll see what your kids, all the kids are like impressed with another kid. And you could like snicker because like he has the best rock collection. Do you know life is full of that? And Hashem does that and arranges that. That's not a joke. That kid is in touch with a, with, with, with a glory that's true on himself. Hashem does that. He's magbi ashvalim. Full of moments of your importance and you feel it. And it's supposed to be that way. Now it says Hashem also is mashpil geim. Hashem takes balei gaiva geim who are not in touch with that there are other people important as well. The, the, the ma'oid ma'oid abishval ruach. The, the, the shval ruach of being aware in context, we're huge, but in context, God's world. In context, that the melech has other avadim. And both those aspects are truths of life. So if, if somebody feels like life seems a roller coaster, you're on top, you're on bottom, you're on top, you're on bottom. They're both true aspects that need to be there in our life. To the point that when we metahir the, 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 the person who's gasa saruach is gaiva. So you would think, just have hyssop grass there. He should know. No. There's an eight eras in his tara process. There's a cedar tree also. The tumma is not that, he, that he's a balgaiva and that's bad. The tumma is that there wasn't hyssop grass with the eight eras. In his, in his Tara, we don't just give him grass. You think you're something, grass. No, there's eight eras wrapped with the eight eras. What the eight eras is the hyssop grass, the shnisay las. Both things are with the eight eras. All of a sudden, there's the, there's the proper context of the importance and value and power of the person that a person absolutely should be in touch with. Together with the humility of knowing that I'm in Hashem's service. Together with the humility of knowing that He has other avadim. But both aspects are supposed to be there. So Hashem is mashpil geim. He brings a shiflus to geim. Because that aspect has to be in his life. But all the while, he's magbi ashvalim. That same guy will give him many opportunities of raising the shuffle. Because he absolutely, it's true, Hashem gives us opportunity to feel our shiflus. And Hashem is, 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 is certainly mashpil geim. He gives us tremendous opportunities to feel our shiflus, to sense to sense, to very much sense that first of all there's Hashem in the world. Moments that we, that we forget that it's all in the context of serving Hashem. Moments that we forget that there are other important people as well. So we have those times Hashem is mashpil game. 
Those are important moments that a person acquires a shiflus. But never, never to just live in a matzav of shiflus. Hashem is magbiyash He gives us time to recognize for the shuffle who recognizes in context of serving Hashem, who recognizes others' greatness as well, but who recognizes his own importance and his own power. And Hashem is magbiyash so I wanted, I wanted to share this truth of our life. I think there, there are moments of pride and the moments we feel ourselves. Those are not, I think it's very, very mistake to look at those, Archiva and stop it. And Hashem always arranges those moments and they're always bad moments. I think those are wonderful moments. The guy sings and the crowd goes wild and is, I don't want to get too full of myself. No, you're feeling some, you're feeling the truth, by the way. You know the good feeling you have? The guy, it's a game-winning shot. You know there's a tremendous truth to that moment? You're a stud. You're a star. Do you know it's a truth? You're actually accessing a truth. The guy in the canteen who's feeling like a million bucks, it's his own way, his unique way of accessing. It's much more than he thinks. When we in our lives have those moments, Hashem is magbiya shvalom. Hashem creates those moments. There's a creator. This is a beautiful world. A beautiful, beautiful world full of such opportunities, full of the guy, the youngster who prides in the best rock collection. So it's, it's, the world's a beautiful, a beautiful world of the kid through his rock collection accessing, he's the big guy, he's big stuff. And Hashem, the world is full of such opportunities to access that. You know why? Because Hashem is Magbi Ashvalim. Hashem spends time, all different times, raising up the shuffle. When you see a guy with great pride, he's the champion, he won. Don't buy into the schmooze of the pretend, ah, this is evaluating stupid stuff. No, 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 this, this is nothing to his... This is one. This is an opportunity to access something. When you have a pride of winning something, of accomplishing, there's something beautiful about that. Hashem's busy with this. He's magbiyashvolim. He continuously made a world that gives opportunity to win, to succeed, to be the man. Continuously, this world gives opportunities to be the inner guy in the in the in the canteen. And all of those opportunities are to reflect the reality of our importance of the great mission that we have, of the great uniqueness, of the great everybody else looking at this guy and being impressed. This world's a place of Magbi Ashvalim. That's what happens in this world. Hashem is Magbi Ashvalim. And he's Magbi the Shuffle because the Shuffle has to know his great, great value. So Hashem raises the down, the low. He's also Mashbil Geyim. Of course, there are many, and both truths are the truths that we live with. We live with the sense, the context that we're humble to Hashem. Everything we have, all our greatness comes. That's the Mashbil Geyim. All our greatness comes from Him. It belongs to Him. It comes from Him. It belongs to Him. It comes from Him. We also live with that shiftless of knowing there are around us also. We're important and powerful. There's that aspect, but he's also, but then after we're in touch, he's mashpil geyim, equally important, he's magbiya the shvalim. So I wanted to, I wanted to share this. I thought it was amazing to me that when we're reading the parish of the cure of the, of the guy who got negaim because of, because of gaiva, that the eights errors, the cedar tree representing his gaiva was part of his purification. 
Because the problem is not that there's good feelings and feelings of power and strength. The problem is that it wasn't mixed with the hyssop grass. The problem is it was Hashem's Magbiyash Falum. Hashem wants the shuffle to sense his, his greatness. The Eitz is in there when he went Matarim. It's just mixed with the hyssop grass. So that's, that's, the, that's the first... That's the first thing I wanted to share with the Hebron. I like, I like a lot when guys are counselors in camp. I like it a lot. And I want to say that that your kids in the bunk look to their counselor and are excited. So guys, is that good for me? Gaiva, they're into me? Excellent. You're feeling the truth. A guy asked me, he was in a camp and he was the man in camp. He started asking me about Gaiva, what he should do. Kids are like looking at him. You know what he should do? He should absorb the truth of his importance. That's what he should do. He should soak it in. Things aren't, this world's a good world. He should soak in the truth. He should, Hashem does that. Hashem is magbi Ashvalim. Which means he gives them stature and standing and importance. What you're in touch with, that Mitzvah. Now you'll have plenty of time. Hashem is mash bil The sense that it's from Hashem. What I have, the godless that lies within is from Hashem. The sense that others also, there are other people also to notice that you're one of, that you're part of something, that there are others. Those are opportunities. But it's not, he's looking at it it's every time. Hashem's magbiyah shuffles, a terrible moment. That's wonderful. Soak it in, absorb what you learned. I like, it's not a side point, the guy's a counselor. It's not the only reason I want him to learn achrayas and responsibility. If it gives him a stature also, he's the counselor, and that, that's a stature. Excellent, that will be part of a magbiyah shvala moment. That's a very important and precious and big time moment. People have places and times that others are looking to them and see they're not gaiva. It's a very good moment. Hashem is magbi ashvalim. It's a very, very good moment to say that I am a soul. I do have things to, to celebrate, to appreciate. Those are good moments. Those aren't moments to battle, to negate. Life's full of those. So he has these precious magbi ashvalim moments. Those are all like bad. He, he thinks uh, I'm not as good as they say. The guy who always like knocks it down, he, he like defies the magbiyash fallen moments. So no, yeah, he, he, the Yitzhahara will get him literally instead of being in the moment, the guy's like thinking about his flaws and his faults. He knows his deficiencies. You just had an opportunity to be in touch with you. You know you have strengths. And you know they're seeing good when they're seeing in you and they're impressed. In, they're seeing what you're not even in touch with. Hashem's magbi ashvalim. He wants us to be in touch with something precious. And in the purification of the gases of the Baal Gaiva, he has an eight eras in there. He has a cedar tree representing Gaiva as part of his purification because the problem wasn't that you, that you were in touch with your greatness. Eight eras is part of his purification. The problem was that you had no hyssop grass mixed in. The hyssop grass has to be there also. The hyssop grass, the humility of a human being, the mashpil geyim, the sense he forgot who gives him his gifts, that all his gifts come from Hashem. He forgot to see others are gifted as well. So he has hyssop grass to experience, but he has hyssop grass together with eight seras. It's not a defiance of the eight seras. 
That's, that's the first thing I wanted to say. I, I think there are many, many moments in our life, we, instead of like seizing something and actually like learning something, people are impressed. That's cool. People are celebrating you. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. You know why? Because there's big stuff in us, each and every one of us, big time stuff. And when it's celebrated, there's, there's a truth. You just learned the truth. Not to defy and to knock. There was a truth that we learned. And Hashem made a world of Magbiya Shvalim. All the time, he's this talk what Hashem does. He's Magbiya the Shuffle. All the time. He gives raises, senses of the, of the Gavaya, and he sends it through all different ways. These are, these are expressions of truths that all different times the world's full of Magbiya Shvalim. Full of times the guy is. I've seen advertisements. They'll advertise that a certain guy in a company, he's like the man of the month. Like he did the most sales and he's like, his advertise has his face. When I see it, I'm the outside. I don't know the company. I'm just like, these people like, 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 what's the celebration? He sold the most life insurance policies this month. Are you serious? And then you know what I think to myself? They're right. In his world, he's that's big time stuff. He's the big salesman, and it's very hush and very bakavadik. I want you to know the cynicism is, he's much bigger than that. This is, this is an expression, Hashem's magbiyashvalim. A guy should be in touch with his tremendous power and to be celebrated, and for much bigger things and bigger reasons, but he's touching the truth of the own greatness of a human being. Yeah. This was the first thing. The second thing I wanted to share with the Chevra that was over Shabbos. We're right now with the 18th day of Svirah Saimer. And we're traveling now from Pesach, from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to Kabbalah Satayra. To, 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 to the day of Shavuos, to Kabbalah Satayra. And we're traveling. We're preparing. We're getting ourselves ready for Kabbalah Satayra. In leaving Mitzrayim, we were promised by Hashem to leave wealthy. Your brother, your brother Aaron, Dan, was with me in Heller many, many years ago. I saw him. Manny, do you remember his brother, Dan? Daniel yeah, Daniel Aaron. Dan Aaron. Daniel Aaron, remember Talmud of Rai Kessel. It's his brother Aaron Aaron. David, I'm calling you Aaron. I'm at David, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, 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 David, David, I'm sorry. David, right? We just saw him at the birth. So David like this, David like this. The, we, we were promised by Hashem to leave Mitzrayim. Hashem said that Klai Yisrael is going to work in servitude. We're going to be Avadim for 400 years, and then we're going to leave rich Menachem. And we leave rich twice. We get rich twice. One time we get rich right when we're leaving Mitzrayim. The Mitzrayim give us money. Hashem says, Matusav minayich Gemara in Brachas. Do me a favor, ask the Mitzrayim for wealth. So we ask the Mitzrayim Shlema for money and we get rich. And then a little while later, by Kriyas Yamsuf, the Mitzrayim will die and we get a much bigger Ashiris yo-yo. We become fabulously wealthy. Both of them 
David Arakeyum of Achrei Ken Yetzu Rechosh Galdu, you're going to leave wealthy. And the question is, why does Hashem fill that promise, fill that promise two ways? He said we'll be rich. So to make us rich. He makes us rich twice, Chesky. We get rich when we leave Mitzrayim once. We get rich. When we leave Mitzrayim, we become Asherim. We get rich. And then again, by Kriyas Yamsuf, we get rich a second time. Why are there two Kiyumim of the same promise? And Hashem wants us to become rich twice. The promise is you'll get rich. So when we were leaving Egypt, we just wanted out. Hashem said, please ask the Mitzrayim for money. We just wanted to leave. We didn't want money from the Mitzrayim. We wanted out of Mitzrayim. Shem said, do me a favor, ask for money. Yeah, yeah. So we asked for money. God wanted it. So we became rich. Then again, by Kriyas Yamsuf, the Mitzrayim are dead. The Egyptians did a very weird thing. When they went to fight us by the Yam, they brought all the money of Egypt with them. They brought all the treasures. Bizarre. They came out to fight us. They brought to the battlefront all the richness of Mitzrayim. They then get drown in the Yam. The whole wealth of Mitzrayim's there. We take all the spoils. It's called Biza Sayam. We got rich twice. Why is Hashem making us rich twice? So I want to tell you a story, David. A guy, I, I said on Shabbos this story, somebody I'm close with was in a school and he's somebody who's very, very worked on person. He refused. Sometimes in, in secular schools, it's a person's taught to ignore themselves. Just behave. Let's go. Let's go. Just test and behave. I don't like secular stuff, David. I like yeshivas. In yeshiva, you're taught, what's your story? What's going on with you? Who are you? You're taught to resolve, to figure out, to connect to Torah, to Hashem, in an organic, meaningful, powerful way. That's the yeshiva. I, want, I believe, David, that a guy, honestly, in a real way, you know, a kid sits in Shia and a Rebbe said, isn't the Rashba Geshmak? And he's sitting there. <laughs> this is not Geshmak. I think you and I, if we were alone in the world, the only person in the world can love Shabbos Kodesh, can pray, can learn, and have a deep and profound, not connected to being a good boy, not others are proud, in <clears throat> honesty of my soul, can connect to Tyron Mitzvahs. That's what Shaykh. This guy decided that he's going to work on himself. He's going to work on himself. And he worked through a lot of challenges. Worked through a lot. And he really, he really worked through a lot, embraced a lot, was in a very good place. A person, a teacher in the school pulled him aside and said, I'm very, and was really impressed. I'm impressed with all the work you did. The teacher said that you, Matis, you did all this work you're now on the highway. Let's go. Teacher made like this dramatic motion, Ilan. You push to the highway. You like, you struggle through this. You're now on the highway. Let's go. That's what the teacher said. You're on the highway. Let's go. So I have a few thoughts to that. The first thought that hit me is as, as if the work that was done was like in the way. That was your, the person grew they were on a highway, I promise. They were flying places. They were traveling in embracing and working through. It wasn't like in the way of the highway. That was their highway. But I have another point. The sense of your old thing you work through, okay, now it's behind you. Now let's go. Put it past you and let's go. 
our challenges change us. Our reaction to the challenges, our working through, produce something. The new person is now going to be changed in every dealing they have. The richness they got from battling that is going to cause new richness, tremendous, tremendous richness to come. A person who's honest and real. I'll, I'll tell you something. I want to tell you something that I observed. I had a cash of somebody I value a lot. Somebody I value a lot who's hush of entire and emotionally they're very, very behind. They don't understand certain things emotionally. So I had the kasha, they're so brilliant. They have an amkus, a depth in Tyra, in Chazal, and yet emotionally they're so, so not understanding. And I thought about it a lot. What is that? How could you be so deep and so brilliant and not understand this and be so locked from something? And we talk in yeshiva about emotions. We're just talking about honesty. We use the word emotion. It's a bad. We just mean to be honest. If a guy yells at his kid and he just was insecure, he's not, not in touch with emotions. He's dishonest. But how could you be so locked from a part of ourselves? And what the answer is, unresolved trauma. If a person themselves didn't work on something deep inside, there, they could be a tzaddik. I would get brachas. It doesn't say we're human beings. We all have ein sadik yechta. But a person didn't resolve their own traumas. They remain locked their whole life. They could be a guy of this. There's something they're locked from. Their truth and they're locked from it because they didn't access it in their own life. Picture that person when they were 14 years old. They had a trauma and they cried and worked through it. 40 years later, they'll deal with the Talmud and they understand his emotions because they're opened up. Because they, 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 a part of themselves they were opened up to. And then they're capable of giving and caring and understanding. So besides the Ashiris that one gets from battling their difficulty, every future situation with this new person, when, the rep, when this teacher said to the guy, okay, you work through now, Ach, ach. Not now, like, for, bring along, you're carrying millions, you've become something, carry forward with, not like, 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 okay, move forward, no, bring forward, bring forward, not move forward, bring it with you. We got rich when we left Mitzrayim, that experience made us rich from the Mitzrayim. My grandmother used to have an expression when we were young. She would give us something. My Bobby, so we said, no, no, Bobby, don't do it. She said, I want to give it with warm hands. It's a little bit of a, like, I didn't like, my grandmother said it, like, made me, like, shudder a little bit. I wanted my Bobby around forever. She said, I want to give it with warm hands, she would say. I want to give it to you. That was an expression I heard from my Bobby. I want to give it with warm hands. She wanted to give it while she's alive. She didn't want it to be an inheritance. So she would give an item or money. She said, I want to give it with warm hands. The Mitzrayim Lahavdil gave us wealth with warm hands while they were alive. That's the first Ashiris. And that represents the richness of the difficult experience, what it did to us. It transformed us. We became better people. But then, Avi, we go out of Mitzrayim and we continue forward. And Bizas Hayam, the Mitzrayim are dead. And we get a wealth from, from the Mitzrayim with cold hands. They're dead. Moving forward through the experience, you're now 
get much more Ashiras. The Achrikan Yetzir, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Not because, I, I think there are a lot of people who hyper-focus on, on difficulties. I think they sense that I got rich from it, so they don't want to leave it. Because it gave them such rich. And I say, don't be afraid. The person who, who, who worked through this should move forward. And there's new richness. The person now engaged in life, it will continue to give to him. Because he's the new open, the changed person now pushing forward. There's a bizas hayam that the person who went through that gets, and much more wealth. It's double kiflayim from the first bizas. Rashi says it's way, way more than the first wealth. When you bring forward and approach the world as the new person who's been created, the new sensitivities, the new humilities, all the aspects that the experience did to the person, whether it was a mashpil geyim, attitude, whether it was sensitivities and, and, and nuance that the person was yired to, the person now pushes forward into life and, and is capable and has a capacity to make new ashiras. That's the biza sayam. We, we, um, Guys go from, this Shabbos, we had an offer for Avrami Gartenhaus, and he's, and, and I, I was, the thoughts brought it out thinking about him, his own amazing journey of working through and then sharing people's journeys. He shared his own journey with others and used his journey for others to be, to grow and to gain courage to deal with their things. And then in turn, others shared with him Walking forward with that type of Ashiris, it's not just, okay, now you're a rich man. You're actually, you have something and you've moved to something that will continue to give new Ashiris. The new person who's been transformed will acquire yet new Ashiris. And new Ashiris, an experience now based on that experience, based on what you learned and what you've become, will give further Ashiris. It's the gift that keeps on giving. The new person is opened up. The people who ignore, who don't have a Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, they have an area that's locked, and then you could watch later on things that they're completely locked to. They didn't open up, so the Ashiris that would have been from then would have been more Ashiris for them and for others because they opened up something, they became something, they opened themselves up to something. A lot of people's inability to understand emotions, a lot, is their own lack of courage or for whatever reason that they didn't deal with their own trauma, their own nuances, they remain closed off to sugyas. And they won't understand it later. They'll deal with somebody, they won't, there's, there's tears they have yet to cry, there's pains they have yet to feel, they won't be able to deal, they won't even understand what somebody said. I don't, I don't know, how don't you know that world? Because they chose to be closed from that world. And opening ourselves up and dealing and working through the Ashiris when we left Mitzrayim from the warm hands of the Mitzri, but we gained that Ashiris turns into tremendous, tremendous more Ashiris later on. So it's a call, it's an invite for us all on our journey out of Mitzrayim. On our journey out, we're called Achri Kenyetsu Rechoshkov Matusa I beg you, get Ashiris. Go to the mitzvah. You know that mitzvah you don't want to deal with, you don't want to think about? Go and ask him for some money. I think it's so exact and precise that you have to go ask the mitzvah for money. 
the natural instinct of every best. I don't want to deal with the mitzvah. I just want to leave. I don't want to deal. I don't want to talk to the mitzvah. And Hashem says, I ask you a favor. Talk to the mitzvah. Go there. Go there. Go speak. I just want to leave. I just want out. I want this nightmare to end. Hashem says, no, go talk to the mitzvah and ask for a few dollars. Deal with what we need to deal with. Talk to the mitzvah. All of us on our journey out of Mitzrayim, go talk to the mitzvah. Go deal with what you need to deal with. And when you get that Asherah from the Mitzri, by the way, later on, the Mitzri will be long gone and you'll become a zillionaire. You'll be well past the moment. You won't even remember the Mitzri anymore. And there's millions of more dollars. Whatever Asherah you get from dealing with the situation, there's Kiflayim. There's doubled. You'll be able to impact others. You'll be able to impact yourself. There's doubled. There's tremendous more Ashiris that lies ahead. That's the invitation. That's the call to us all. In all of our journeys, go speak to the Mitzri. If there was a letter play music, I'd make Aryeh play his song. I'd, I'd make you play the song. Aryeh, I'm just, I'm just saying words. To, I'm, I'm singing Aryeh's song in my way of singing. I like, I like, this is totally, I, I love pictures. If, if, I, I like pictures of things. I'm a visual learner. The guy spoke beautifully about Avrami Gartenhouse, but one guy, Mayor, painted a specific picture, and I thought it was such a good application to what Avrami is and what, what the kindness, the generosity, the picture of Avrami throwing the, the balls. Giving the guy, the guy said he missed the shot and in, 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 they were shooting with Avrami. And you miss your shot, maybe you get a layup, but then the next guy shoots. Then the, and Avrami just kept giving it back. He said for one hour, kept feeding him the ball back. I thought that was a wonderful, wonderful picture of somebody else counts. Somebody else, it's not just clapping for yourself. I thought that was a beautiful picture. But all of us, when we, when we, when we deal with our stuff, when we ask the mitzri for money, we become rich. We become rich when we deal with our own things that we need to deal. And then there's a richness up there that's kiflayim. That's much, much greater richness. In dealing and speaking to the Mitzri, there's a ashiris that comes kiflayim, double and triple, much, much more ashiris that comes later on. So Hashem should give us all the siyata d'shmaya to speak to our own Mitzri. To all of us to work through our own sugyas in, 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 with, with the, the courage. It's difficult to speak to the mitzvah. Sometimes we just want out. We just want to run. But all of us should have the courage to speak to Matusaminaich. I ask you a favor. Go speak to the mitzvah. We deal with what we need to deal. And then all of us should talk to see the Siat to see all the Ashiris. The glorious Ashiris that both comes from speaking to the Mitzri and both comes to the one who has spoken to the Mitzri later on. Yashakar Rabbi say. There'll be another minion for Mincha. What time is it now? So we'll do it after. Let's get right to Second Seder. We'll have Bezer Hashem at 6.15. You have been listening to a Shir from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shirim on many topics or to hear an Eon Shir on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.